Amen. You know, while the children was still in bondage in Egypt, God done said they was delivered. <laughs> Amen. The Red Sea didn't stop them. The barren lands didn't stop them. As far as God was concerned, it already made it. He said, you shall worship me upon this mountain. And that same God has done seen us in a rapture. Amen. He's done seen us. We've all read, as far as God's concerned, we're already there. We just keep walking towards the promise. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad that we serve a God who cannot fail us. Man sure can fail us. Governments can fail us. But we serve a God today who cannot fail. We can just put all of our trust in him. Well, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. And many times he don't even ask us to understand it. But he does say, can you trust me? Can we trust him? If we can trust him, then everything will be all right. Amen. Amen. What a privilege it is to be able to trust a God who can't fail. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with us to the book of 2 Corinthians. I want to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 10. And then also we like to read from Genesis 22, verse 15. Greeting in the name of the Lord and kind of an honor to be with you. And a new year, a new month, and new beginnings and clean slates and pressing on to the mark of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're so grateful for all that he done for us in 23 and looking forward to what he'll do for us in 24. Amen. 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 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 10. Do you love him? Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible says this. As sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. As poor, yet making many rich. As having nothing, and yet possessing all things. Genesis twenty-two, fifteen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time. And he said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as of sand which is upon the seashore. If you've ever been there, that's quite a lot. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall, not could be, not hope so, not maybe, but shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Because thou hast obeyed my voice. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of the word. I want to speak to you for a few minutes this morning. On this means war. Amen. I want to take a context out of that of professing what we are possessing. Professing what we are possessing. Let us bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we bow in your wonderful presence this morning. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for the revelation that you have given us in this hour. 
when men are staggering in darkness, yet you, by your grace, has given us light, Lord, and we thank you for that. And I pray, Lord, that you would take this simple thought, because really, Father, it's the only kind I can preach. But Lord, I pray that you'd take it to the heart of every person here this morning, that we could realize, dear God, not, not what we're going to be, but what we are now. For Lord God, we are the sons and daughters of the Most High God. And every redemptive blessing has been given to us and we're heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And Father God, I pray in this coming year, may we rise to the challenge, Lord, and claim that which belongs to us and war with our enemy until victory is in every camp and in every home. Bless your children today, Lord. Heal those that are sick and afflicted, this viruses and things that's going around. God, may you just move upon your children, Lord. And Father, you see the, the, the weather that they're calling that's coming in. I ask your protection upon our people, dear God, and bring us safely through the storms. Bless Brother Donnie and his family today, Lord, as he tries to get some rest. Bless your little bride around the world. God, when we leave this building, may we say, did not our hearts burn within us as you walked and talked with us along the way? We commit these things into your hands for your glory in Jesus' name. And the saint says, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, we understand by our scripture readings in verse 17 and verse 18 that Abraham is the father of the faithful. And we are heirs to the promise through Christ. Now, Abraham was just an ordinary man. Actually, one time Abraham was an idol worshiper. But what does that tell us about God? It tells us that we serve a God who has transforming power. Now, transforming means it is the ability to bring about a dramatic change. And we serve a God this morning with transforming power. He can transform a drunk and make a preacher out of him. He can transform a street harlot and make her a lady. He can transform bitter water and make it sweet. Amen. He can transform a sinner to a saint. He can transform the world when it was dark and void and without form and make a garden of Eden out of it. How? By the transforming power of the almighty God. The prophet said that's the transforming power of God. That he can take something that's nothing and make something wonderful out of it. God's transforming power power. Jesus said one day, he said, if these hold their peace, the rocks will cry out. Now, how in the world can rocks cry out? They ain't got no mouth. They ain't got no vocal cords. And yet he said, if these hold their peace, these rocks will cry out. How can the rocks cry out? But you've got to remember that God is the creator of the rocks. And when you have the power to create, you can make your creation do what you want it to do. Oh, hallelujah. And God, by his transforming power, is going to take these old frail bodies of ours one day and transform them into young men and women again. And you young people sitting here, you will not be cheated. But God, by his transforming power, is going to transfer you from youth to eternal youth. Oh, glory to God. That's the power of my God this morning. Amen. And we understand by the Bible that Abraham wasn't looking for God. But God came looking for Abraham. And as Abraham's seed, we can sit here this morning and say the same thing. When Adam, the first son, was lost, who come looking for Adam? Who come looking for him? God did. 
then who comes looking for every lost son? God does. You see, I never sought God, but it was always God seeking me. It was always God seeking you because God, by his foreknowledge, knew that Abraham would believe him when he spoke. So God sought out Abraham because he knew he would believe him. And God sought you out. God had a purpose, the prophet said, that he hid it from the eyes of the prudent and the wise and revealed it to predestinated babes who are predestinated to receive it. Do you hear that this morning? Why am you sitting in this building today? Why are you believing this message today? Why did Brother Joel sing what he sung today? Because God predestinated you to receive this message. And as they come looking for Rahab, God come looking for you, amen. God said, because you have obeyed my voice. Amen. Let that be said of us. Let us be like Abraham, that we never doubt God when he speaks. Amen. He said, because you've obeyed my voice, I by myself have sworn, because there's none greater to swear by. Amen. When God made promise to Abraham because he could swear by none greater, he swore by himself, saying, thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Not maybe, not hope so, not could be, but shall. And shall in the Bible is used. It indicates a commandment or an obligation. They shall, it's an obligation, it's a commandment. You know, like let there be light. It's a commandment. Amen. Hallelujah. Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and you shall, it's a commandment. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory be to God. When you obey God's words, you get God's results. Amen. Amen. I like this, the prophet said. Abraham was heir to all by the promise. So he can lay claim to everything that was in the land and the land itself. Abraham had been given the promise. Now we understand Abraham was the poorest man in all the country because he lived out in the desert and he lived in peace with God. And Lot was rich and lived in the city and became the governor of the city. He sat in the gate. He was a judge and judged the city. He had all the riches and all things. But Abraham was in the desert and perhaps the poorest man in the land. Yet he claimed to possess it all. Oh my. You may not be rich in the world's goods, but we possess all things. The church itself possesses all things. Amen. Say that with me. The church possesses all things. The church possesses all things. Hallelujah. Oh God, let that sink into our souls this morning. That's more than just a quote. That's a reality of what God has promised us. The church, my church, my body is a possessor of all things. Oh my. Oh my. The prophet said, what can I do? What can I say? I say this, my friend, to every one of you, every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every person in here, Every person in here was healed when Jesus died at Calvary. It's your possession. Every person in this building has already been healed. Well, I don't feel it. He didn't say, did you feel it? He said, did you believe it? Maybe if you believe it, you might start feeling it. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Every person in here was healed when Jesus died at Calvary. Then I say it's time we profess what we possess. We're all the time talking down and blue and negative and this and that. Oh my. But if we could change our language, the Bible said out of your own mouth you'll be justified. And out of your own mouth you'll be condemned. You'll find out one day your greatest enemy is yourself. Oh, but let this new year, let it be a new language. Let it be a new talk. Let it be a new profession. I am an overcomer. I am victorious. I am a son of God. I am the bride of Jesus Christ. I am going in a rapture. How? My daddy said so. Hallelujah. Amen. It's time we profess what we possess. Everyone who's a Christian, raise your hand. Even if you're asleep, wake up, raise your hand. <laughs> raise your hand. Now the prophet said, I ask you to raise your hand who was a Christian. Your hands went up everywhere. You who are a Christian, you have a legal right. Ain't Brother Donnie been preaching on the bride's bill of rights? You have a legal right to everything that Jesus died for. He died his death there at the cross and gave his life that you might have the legal rights to every redemptive blessing he died for. It's yours. You're just afraid to possess it. You're afraid to claim it. But I say, let's not be afraid to possess what we profess and profess what we possess. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. It's time that we realize who we are and what's been given to us. Man, I wonder sometimes if we're not poor because we choose to be. Well, glory. One day the Gentile kings declared war. And they went and took Lot, Abraham's nephew, took him. And Lot's wife and children took him down into the country. And the Bible says in Genesis 14 that when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive. And the prophet said, brother, I like that. His brother said, look at what Lot had done to him. But yet there was some kind of a tie that binds. And no matter what he had done to him, he was still a brother. Oh, God, let us grow up. That no matter what someone does to us, if they draw us out, draw a bigger circle, draw them back in. As the song said, you're not heavy, you're my brother. Come on, somebody. Amen. No matter what he had done to him, he was still his brother. And when he got into trouble... Abraham reacted. Abraham went to get him. There was something that tied them together. Look, we may not agree on everything. If we talk long enough, I'm sure we won't. But that don't mean we're not brothers. Let's just love one another. God will work it out. Amen. It's like Geronimo when he was on the train and one of the, one of the, the, the scouts who had went out and tracked Geronimo and them down and brought him in. And they placed them all under arrest. That's the way the government does you. They placed all of them under arrest, even the ones that went and found Geronimo. Put them all on the same train, sent them down here to Florida. And on the train, one of his warriors that's in Geronimo's autobiography, he'd never choose to read it. And one of them spoke up to one of Geronimo's warriors, well, one of Geronimo's warriors spoke up to one of these guys who tracked them down. He said, I hate you. As long as there's breath in my body, I'll hate you. So why didn't you leave us alone? We were serving the creator. God gave us this land. We was living the way he made us. Why did you track us down? I'll hate you 
As long as there's breath, I'll hate you. And they said, Geronimo spoke up and said, do not hate him. There's too few of us left to hate one another. We are the minority in this world. Come on, somebody. The world hates us. But let us unite ourselves together in the bonds of love. We are brothers in the cross. Hallelujah. When Abraham heard his brother was in trouble, taken captive, he went and got him. Abraham's men, they were farmers. They weren't warriors. They didn't know kung fu. They didn't know battle tactics. 318 farmers went down after these kings who had Lot and his family. 318 farmers against these kings and their armies. Why would a bunch of farmers being led by Abraham go up against a bunch of kings with all their armies? What made Abraham so sure that he could win this battle? <laughs> I'm not talking about he, took, he didn't take special forces. He didn't take Navy SEALs. He got a man out of the wheat field. But why was he so sure that he could win? Oh, God. Because Abraham had a revelation that God had given him the land and all that was in it. And he acted on his belief that what God said was true. He acted on the word of God. God could tell Abraham he was the heir to all the land because he knew that Abraham would believe him. He was a possessor of the gate of his enemies because God said so. He wasn't relying upon the 318 farmers. He wasn't relying upon the pitchforks. He was trusting in the God who made the promise. And let me say this morning, I'm not relying upon my ability. I'm not relying upon my education. But I'm relying upon the God who made the promise. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not trusting in my ability. I'm trusting in my God who cannot fail. And Abraham went after his nephew. And he went after what belonged to him because he was a possessor of all that was in the land. Huh? What a revelation. Abraham said, Abraham had a right to the promise and the promise was his. And you have a right to the promise and the promise is yours. Yet he had to fight to possess it. There's where the rub comes in. It's easy to say I believe it, but it's something else to put legs on your belief. Amen. Because remember the devil believes and trembles. And he ain't going nowhere. Come on somebody. Huh? He had to fight to possess it. The prophet said there you are. The believer today. Uh, that be us. <laughs> the believer today. Yet we're heir to all things. We're heir to every spiritual. Every physical blessing. Every blessing the Bible promises, yet you have to fight for every inch of it. That's the way God, he's got it set up. It's always been that way. You have to fight to possess what you know is your own. You have to fight to possess it. And that's what you've got to do now. And I say, God, give us strength to fight to possess what we already own. Let the fight start. Let the fight start by professing what the word says is ours. Amen. Every fight has to start somewhere. 
then let it start with this by standing up and professing what the word says I am. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham returned from the slaughter of the kings and the king of Sodom told him to take the spoils. And Abraham said, I'll not take a thread to a shoe latch. The prophet said he didn't fight the war to make a lot of money. And real true battles are not made with selfish motives. Wars are not fought for money. Wars are fought for motives and for principles. Men fight war for principles. And when Abraham went out to get Lot, he didn't go out there because he knew he could whip the kings and take their possessions. That's not why he went out there, because he knew he could whoop them and take what was theirs. But he went out there for this principle, to save his fallen brother. He went out there with the motive, I've got to save my brother. Hallelujah. And any minister that's sent out, the inspiration of the king of heaven will not go for money. Neither will he go to make big churches Neither will he go to inspire denominations. He'll go for one principle, and that is to bring back his fallen brother. And I come to this service this morning with this principle to war with the devil, not to get a name, not for popularity, but to get my fallen brother, the one Satan that has tied down and say, Satan, loose him and let him go. That young person that the devil's tormented their mind to loose them from that battle to go get our young, to get our own, to get our fathers, to get our mothers. Hallelujah. To fight for what's ours, to stand for what's right. Let the world laugh at us. You think I'm really concerned to what they think about me when their hair's 15 different colors and they can't even go out in the thunderstorm because of the metal they've got in their head. Come on, somebody. Worry what the world thinks about us. I ain't care what they think about me. What does God say about us? Hallelujah. Mm. Just thought I was getting old. I feel real good right now. Solomon said there's a time for peace and there's a time for war. There's nothing wrong with fighting if you're fighting for the right principle. I preached one time on Geronimo, the heart of a warrior. And somebody came to me and said, I didn't think Christians are supposed to fight. I said, well, maybe you're not, but I'm going to fight for what's mine. Amen. There's nothing wrong with fighting if you're fighting for the right principle. Brother Brim said, I was reading at Tombstone the other day in the museum. And I saw a picture of Geronimo. I said, many of you might think that Geronimo was a renegade. But to me, he was a genuine American. He was only fighting for that which was right. That God had given him a land and a nation and a place to live. He wasn't fighting for a name. He wasn't fighting for popularity. He was fighting for what God gave him. He said, when those white soldiers come in there and by force taking over the land, killing them out like a bunch of flies. He said, there was the original picture of Geronimo's medical headquarters or his hospital. He said it was two or three blankets over a piece of mesquite. And then wounded real genuine American Indians fighting for their God-given rights. And there's Geronimo with a baby of his own on his hip standing there looking upon his own warriors bleeding and dying with no penicillin or nothing and no way to help them. Genuine God-given American. Right. 
then you call him a renegade. He said, I call him a gentleman fighting for something that God gave him a land and a nation and a place to live. And let me say this morning, we're not warring for selfish motives, but Satan has took some of our possession and it's time for the seed of Abraham to rise up and get back what belongs to us. Declare war on hell and its demons. Well, the devil's been after me all week. It's time we go after him. Come on, somebody. This means war. You need to let the devil know you can't have my family. You can't have my health. You can't have my increase. This means war. You want to fight, we'll fight. Brother Branham said the American Indian lost this land because they were divided among themselves. Satan's tactic is always to divide and conquer. That's what he's trying to do right now. Divide us over race lines, vaccination lines, whether preachers should preach or not lines. Come on, somebody. Always trying to divide, always trying to conquer. But I say, seed of Abraham, let's unite ourselves on the promises of God's word. Still spend all of our time arguing what we can't agree on. Let's stand on what we can agree on. God will work the rest of it out. We are the seed of Abraham through the promise God swore to Abraham that thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. You say, Brother Branham, I need healing. The promise is yours. But if you get it, if you ever get it, you ain't going to get it easy. I'm going to tell you that. You're going to have to take it away from Satan. Satan captures your health. You've got a right to go to Satan and say, give it back. Hand it over. I come in the name of the Lord, the possessor of heavens and earth, and I am his heir. <laughs> oh, I love this message. Give it back, Satan. You took my child. You got him mixed up with the wrong boy. You took my boy, mixed him up with the wrong girl. I claim them. That's right. I claim my children. I claim my brother. I claim my sister took them from God's house. You coaxed them out there, but I'm coming after them. I claim them. Well, how do you know? How do you know it's going to work? Because I'm an heir of all things. Amen. It's given to me. I'm an heir and joint heir with Jesus Christ. You know what a joint heir means? It means whatever Christ gets, you get. Do you hear me? Whatever the Father gave Jesus, that's what he gives you because we are joint heirs. That's why he said, you're bone of my bone, you're flesh of my flesh, you're spirit of my spirit. Oh, glory to God. I can claim them. I can claim everything that God promised me. I can claim it. Everything that God promised me, I can claim it. Everything that God promised me, I can claim it. Well, let me ask you, how much are you claiming? Huh? Just enough to get back to church on Wednesday? We can live above that. We can go into 24 above that. It's time we realize who we are. Amen. When I was little, my mama kept calling me Daryl. You know why? Because that was my name. Do you know why she kept calling me Daryl? So that I would know what my name was. Do you know why we keep hearing these quotes? Do you know why Brother Donnie keeps preaching these things? Do you know why the preachers keep preaching these things? God wants you to know 
We've got to come to the realization, this is who I am. Look beyond what you see in the mirror. Amen. I can claim everything that God's promised me. I can claim my health. I can claim my revival. I can claim my victory. Serve notice of the devil. You're not getting my children. Fight him tooth and nail. If he knocks your teeth out, gum him to death. When Abraham offered up Isaac in Genesis 22, 16, 17, he said, thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemy. You get it? The prophet said the natural seed of Abraham was Isaac. So through Isaac, the seed of Isaac, we find out they did possess the gate of their enemies. It's in the Bible. Through the natural lineage of Abraham, God kept his promise through the natural seed of Abraham. They possessed the gate of their enemy. Joshua possessed the gate. Is that not true? But Abraham said God's given every sick person in here divine healing. God's given every sick person in here divine healing. Every one of you. Well, my case is too bad. Every one of you. The doctor says it's no hope. Every one of you. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. If his stripes were healed, it's yours. But you'll have to fight for every inch you possess. But everywhere the soles of your feet travel. God told Joshua, I've given you. Footprints meet possession. Let's move in. Let's go in. Footprints is possession. Let's take every inch of ground that God's given us. If you haven't got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Peter said the promises to you and to your children, to them that's far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Footprints is possession. Let's go get it. It's ours. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's possess it. The works I do shall you do also. Let's possess it. I shall give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let's possess it. Every devil is under your feet. Let's possess it. You're not going down. You're going up. Let's possess it. Let's possess it. They are our God-given rights. God's promise. Don't look at the circumstances. Don't look at how hard it is. Don't look at the storm. See the sun. S-O-N. Amen. I've took off a many a time out of Tri-Cities or out of Charlotte or out of Atlanta and it'd be dark and cloudy and thundering and lightning. Matter of fact, I flew out of Amsterdam one time and lightning struck the plane. But as soon as you break above the storm, you know what's up there? The sun. And the storm you're facing right now, if you can break beyond that cloud, the sun is there. He's always been there. Don't look at the storm, look at the sun. Let's possess the land. The prophet said, we'll have a meeting like this this morning when we're having a meeting here. And the Holy Ghost falling into place. People screaming and shouting and praising the Lord. And then someone come up and say, pray for me, Brother Branham. And I lay hands on him and pray for him. He said, now go and believe. Now here's what it is. It's easy to feel the power of God to see it when you believe. But then when it comes to the showdown, are you able to possess the thing that you profess that you have? Amen. Nothing wrong with shouting and running the aisles. I enjoy that. It's easier to preach when people's on their feet helping you instead of looking at their watch wondering when you're going to quit. Amen. 
But when the shouting's done and the screaming's done and the running's done, I want to possess what made me shout. I want to possess what made me run. That's the thing of it, brother, the prophet said, we've got to get it. You've got to take it. It's ours. But you have to fight for every inch. Can we possess what we process? Possess what we profess. Joshua fought for every inch of ground from one end of the country to the other, the prophet said. But he had a promise. God said, I give it to you. Whether there's giants, whether there's atheists, whether there's infidels, cold formal churches, what difference does it make? God give the promise. Let's take it. It's ours. It belongs to us. It's our possession. Let's go get it. Don't be afraid. Don't stay back and say, oh, I don't know. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you mix faith with doubt, you've got nothing. I'd rather be found believing when it happens than it happened and be found not believing it. Don't do that, he said. Don't do that. Well, I, I don't know, Brother Darrell. I don't know. The doctor said, don't do that. Thank God for doctors. But doctors can be wrong, but God's always right. The doctors told me Jessica never see again, but she does. They said she'd never walk again, but she does. They said she'd never speak again, but oh boy, she does. <laughs> the things they said they was telling me what the MRI was saying, but I was telling them what Isaiah was saying. <laughs> Let's take the land, declare war on Satan. Go get back what he stole from you. The Hebrew children possessed the gate of the fiery furnace. It couldn't even burn them. Daniel possessed the gate of the lion's mouth. It couldn't even eat him. Samson one time was caught. And a bunch of people had him fenced in. And what did he do? He went out there and picked the gates of the city up. I think they weighed a ton and a half apiece. My God, that would have tore the sinew plumb loose from the muscle. There's no way natural muscle could have ever picked that much up. Amen. He would have ripped his muscle. I've seen people do it in surgery. Come in picking up a two before. They'd tear their tendon and have to have surgery to repair it. And here's a man picked up each gate, three tons of gate, I guess it was. And packed it, what was it, 15 mile, 11 mile, 12. Well, after one mile, what difference does it make? <laughs> packed them up on the hill and set them down. Said, you boys want your gates? Come up here and get them. Well, that's what you need the devil. You need to rip up his gate. Say, boy, you want it? Come and get it. Why could he do that? How could a man do that? The prophet said he was a sissy. The prophet said he was a mama's boy. One place he called him a shrimp. How could he do it? Because he had a covenant. He had a covenant with his God, amen. Amen. As I've said before, God don't need something big. He just needs something yielded. Well, when I get big, I'll do something for God. You can do it now if you'll just yield to him. Amen. Certainly, all these died, fine warriors of the faith. They all died. Every one of them. The natural seed of Abraham possessing the gate of the enemy, God keeping his promise. But I'm thinking of another seed. One Jesus Christ, the royal seed of Abraham. And what did this seed do? He took all the gates of the enemy 
He took the gates of sickness. It could not exist in his presence. Neither could anything else exist in his presence. A funeral possession could not stand in his presence. What did he do? Joshua died. Moses died. All the rest of them died. But not this royal seed. Death could not stand where life was. The woman, the widow woman whose son was dead, he stopped the funeral possession, raised the boy from dead. He gave Jairus' daughter back to him. Lazarus was dead. Four days his nose done caved in. But he said, Lazarus, come forth. What did he do? He broke the seals of everything. His precious soul descended into hell where I ought to have went. But on that third day, Samson take the gates in the city on his back had nothing to do with this. He took the gates of hell, the gates of the grave and everything else. He didn't pack it up on a mountain, but he destroyed it. Hallelujah. He possessed the gate of the enemy. The atmospheres that were filled with devil's powers above, the angels or nothing else could come down. There could be no intercession because the blood of goats could not take away sin, but his own blood took away the sin. And he ascended on high, led captive, captive, and gave gifts unto men. Now every one of Abraham's seed, every one of Abraham's seed, every one of Abraham's seed that's willing to pay the price to come down to repent of their sins, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, receive the Holy Ghost, and stand the test. Seed of Abraham. And when he come, he possessed every gate, the gate of sickness, the gate of death, the gate of hell, the gate of temptation, the gate of the grave. He possessed every gate and freely gives it to us and makes us more than conquerors through him that loved us and gave himself for us. He hath made us more than conquerors. This means war. This means war. Start professing what you're possessing. This year you need to tell Satan, Satan, you're under my feet. You may not recognize me now, Satan, but I've been looking into the word of God. I found out who the word says I really am. You know, there's a, I can't think of the guy's name. I think it's Burl, but don't hold me to that. But he's an award-winning Native American flute player from New Jersey, from a Jewish family. Now, why would a Jew be an award-winning Native American flute player? You see, one day, someone come to New Jersey and knocked on this man's door. And when he opened the door, this person proceeded to tell this boy, I come to tell you who you really are. You're not a Jew. You was adopted off the Rosebud Indian Reservation. You're a full-blooded Sioux Indian. And when this man found out his real heritage, oh, glory, when he found out what his DNA was, you see, that ability to play was always there. But it was hidden because he didn't know who he was. But when he started relaxing into what he really was, and he went back to the native roots, he went back to the red path and the sacred ways and the elders, he began to play flute music because it was in him all the time. 
You see, it was the opening of the book that revealed his true identity. And we're living in the era, friends. We're not preaching from a closed book. The book has been opened. And what do you see? You see yourself. Like the little boy looking in the mirror. Mama, that's me. Do you love him this morning? You need to tell Satan, you're under my feet. This is my land. This is my promise. I'm an heir. Or do you love him? Stand with me this morning. Stand with me. Musicians come. Amen. Oh, God, help us in this coming year to get more into the word of God, to believe what the prophet says, not to lean so much on our emotions and on our feelings, but to take what God says, to start professing what we're possessing, to remind the devil what, he's, what God has already given us, to tell him you're under my feet, to tell him you have no hold on me, to tell him if I resist you, you must flee from me. Amen. Need to tell him your demons have lost. Your lies have failed. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. I am an overcomer. Amen. Shamgar could stand there that day. When 600 Philistines come in, he could stand there that day and say, I am the seed of Abraham. And if Shamgar could think that being the natural seed of Abraham, what about you who are the royal seed of Abraham? You may think I'm crazy, the prophet said, but I feel better this way than I did the other. The royal seed of Abraham. The church is the royal promised seed. And if the natural seed could take that much courage, if the natural seed could take that much courage and stand against 600 Philistines with just an ox goat, why don't you and I do this morning? The royal seed with the presence of the Holy Ghost anointing us and showing himself among us. Hallelujah. We ought to put every devil to flight. We ought to run every demon out of this building. This is our land. This is our heritage. This is our promise. Amen. God gave it to us. Sickness, be gone. Fear, be gone. Arthritis, be gone. Depression, I rebuke you. Hallelujah. You may not be rich in the world's goods, but we possess all things. The church itself possesses all things. Yet poor, yet rich, possessing all things. Oh my, I like that. Possessor of the earth. The believer, the believer. The believer has a title abstract deed by Jesus Christ that he shall be possessor of the entire universe. That's a quote. They told me when I was young, if you say what the prophet said, they'll amen it. Well, I just said it. He shall be possessor of the entire universe. I don't have enough land to plant corn and I've got the entire universe. It's ours. 
Did not Adam speak to the elements? Did not Adam speak to the wind? It was his. God has come to restore us back to our rightful position as sons and daughters of God. To speak the word by the power of the spoken word. Amen. You say, well, God promised Abraham. Yeah, brother there, God promised Abraham. That was good, man. What God said to Abraham, that was great. Well, I got news for you. What God promised Abraham, he's promised you too. You're the seed of Abraham. If you are in Christ, everything he promised Abraham, he has promised his seed. And we are the royal seed of Abraham through Jesus Christ. If you're in Christ, you're the seed of Abraham. And every promise was to Abraham. Every promise that was to Abraham is to you. And I say to you, word of life, possess your land. Possess what God has given you. Do not be afraid to tell the devil, this is my land. Oh, Lord God. They are the seed of Abraham. Let them see tonight by the message that God swore to Abraham that his seed shall possess the gate of every enemy. Then being in Christ Jesus our Lord, it makes us the seed of Abraham. Every enemy has to turn loose. That thing that you think's got a hold of you, that you can't get loose from, you just need to tell it. Let go. I'm a seed of Abraham. I'm a son of God. This is my right. In an age when everybody wants their rights, it's time we get ours. There's nothing wrong with getting what God's gave you. You're not stealing it. You're not stealing it. It's yours. Now, if I went to your house, I would probably ask you, do you mind if I get some milk out of your refrigerator? Being polite. But at my house, I just go get it. It's my milk. Even if it is 2%, it's mine. And this is yours. It's yours. Just go get it. I'll never forget. When we left Siskin Hospital, Jessica was starting to see they told us she'd never see. And I was telling them, I said, Jessica's starting to see. And they said, oh, that's nice, Mr. Ward. Bless his heart, bless his heart. Yeah. That's nice, Mr. Ward. So we went home. In three days, she could see better than me. <laughs> and we go back to Siskin. Go up on the second floor. Open the doors. Everybody knew us. We'd been there for weeks. We stepped out of the elevator. They come running. Oh, Jessica, Jessica. And they said, can she see? And I took my keys. And I pitched them out on the floor. I said, Kai. It's a little nickname I gave her. I said, Kai, go get daddy's keys. <laughs> David. She walked over there and picked up those keys. But Gary, they began to scream. They began to hug us. Because she see, she went and got those keys. Because Daddy said she could. And go get what belongs to you. 
he said, you could. Let's bow our heads. Oh, Lord. I am so glad this morning that I serve God who opens the blinded eyes, who makes the lame walk, who causes cancers to disappear. There is no God like you. And I can never, I can never thank you enough for what you've done for my little girl. But the same God who gave Jairus' daughter back to him it's the same God who gave my daughter back to me. It's the same God who can give these people back everything that Satan has stolen from them. And Father, give us courage. Let the heart of a warrior, let that spirit of Geronimo to fight for what's ours rise up in us, Lord. Not fighting for a selfish motive. Not fighting for a name. Not fighting for popularity. Well, this and that. did No, no, no. But to get our fallen brother. Oh God, I thought that turned 65 this year of slowing down. But God, if you'll give me grace, I'll run again, Lord. They go tell my brother, you're not heavy. You're my brother. I've come to get you. Oh, God, grant it today, Lord. May these people rise up, God, and claim what belongs to them. Their God-given rights as sons and daughters of God. Grant it today, Lord, I pray. If you're here, friends, and you believe that this 90% of this message is just things the prophet said, and if you believe that God sent this prophet to you, then I say to you, rise up and claim what belongs to you today. Push down that sugar, diabetes. Push down that arthritis. Push down that eye trouble. Push down that back trouble. Push it down. Say, Satan, you give me back my health. If he's robbed your joy, you give me back my joy. You give me back my children. You've tried to steal them from me. You put these things on the internet to try to steal them, lie to them, pull them away. But I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You leave my boy alone. You leave my girl alone. You leave my wife alone, my husband. I'm coming after you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am more than a conqueror. And the Shamgar just destroyed that Philistine army and kept his land. I will come against the army of my enemy. I will break his ranks. I will prevail, for I am an overcomer. Is that your prayer this morning? Then you reach over and just lay your hand on the person beside you. Heavenly Father, 
We stand here today as the army of the living God. But Lord, I believe the things that we have heard today. It's not my word, Lord. It's your word. I only rehearsed in the ears of the people the things that you've already told us. And the same God has spoke to Abraham has spoke to us this morning through your word. And Lord, it's just as true as it was when you spoke it to our father Abraham. And we believe it and receive it today. And Father God, it's written in thy word that these signs shall follow them that believe. And God, I come today as a warrior of the cross. I come today as the army of the living God. And I lay my hand upon my brother. I lay my hand upon my sister today. And I come for them in the name of Jesus Christ. That thing that's tormenting them. that thing that's bothering them that thing that's trying to hold them down I rebuke it today by the authority of the word given to me as a son and daughter of God and I say Satan you're defeated come out of them torment them no more for the glory of God I rebuke you I resent you leave them for Jesus name we claim them today we claim our inheritance we claim our promises we claim what belongs to us by the power of the authority of the joint heir of Jesus Christ possessing our land and profess what God has already given us you must let go the prophet said so the Bible says so God says so you must let go in the name of Jesus Christ for you are defeated and we will stand there that day as a body of believers as they cast you into the lake of fire our defeated foe we believe it we receive it in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of God for the glory of God And the saints of God said, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm, Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Amen. Woo, I feel good. I've got joy in my soul. God is in control. I've got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. I've got joy in my soul, God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, well I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back, cause this means war. Oh, this means war. Oh, this means war. This means war. I got joy in my soul. God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day while I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back Cause this means war Oh, this means war Oh, this means war This means war 
back, I won't turn back. This means war. This means war. Oh, this means war. This means war. I plead, I plead the blood. 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 You can't have my family. You can't have my family. You can't have my increase. No, you can't have my increase. You can't have my breakthrough. You can't have my breakthrough. You can't have my. You can. You can. You can. You can. Oh, I plead. I plead the blood. 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 I got joy in my soul, God is in control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all is well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. Oh, this means war. This means war. This means war. This means war. Oh, I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. Oh, I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. You can't have my family. Oh, you can't have my family. You can't have my increase. You can't have my increase. You can't have my breakthrough. No, you can't have my breakthrough. You can't have my, you can't have my, you can't, you can't, you can't. Oh, I plead, I plead the blood. 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 I've been in the storm and the rain, but the blood still stays the same. Whatever's going wrong, my war clothes are wrong. I might be in a daze, but you can't have my praise. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. This means war. This means war. Oh, this means war. This means war. This means war. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I'm the seed of Abraham, 
Satan's going down. God's promises are mine. I'm not backing up this time. The battle, it may rage, but I will win today. No matter what it takes, I will prevail. This means war. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm the seed of Abraham. Satan's going down. Amen. The promises are mine. I ain't backing up this time. The battle, it may rage, but I'm winning this one today. No matter what it takes, I'll not turn back. Do you love him? Amen. Oh, my. What's she going to sing, buddy? Oh, yes. Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Why would I hunger for power or riches or fame? My God is so much better than all of these things. So I won't be shaken. No, I won't be moved. My God is faithful. His promises are true. mountain oh it's time to move cause my God is bigger better stronger greater than you my enemies scatter cause they know the battle is done My God is stronger, the victory already won. I know He died for my ransom and rose upon the third day. My God is greater than death. Do you believe this? There's no mountain too high. There's no valley too low. There's no fear that I have. 
He doesn't already know There's no problem too big No weapon too strong There is nothing for God That's impossible There's no mountain too high There's no valley too low There's no fear that I have He doesn't already know There's no problem too big There's no weapon too strong there is nothing for God that's impossible. I won't be shaken. I won't be My God is faithful. His promise is true. Mountains, it's time to move. My God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you. Oh, sing that first verse again. Can we just sing it one more time? Oh, it's it's, it's still a little bit early. I, I don't think I preached too long. Oh my, isn't that wonderful? Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Oh, what a testimony today. What a God we serve today. You know what I'd do if I was you? I'd go out those doors confessing my healing, confessing my deliverance. Telling the devil he's lost. Write it on your mirror. Devil, you've lost. I'm an overcomer. Amen. 2024, I want to set my wings. I want to fly higher. I'm an eagle. I can. He made me to fly higher. Amen. And John is the type of the bride. And what did he tell John? John, there's an open door. There's an open door. Come on up, John. Oh, little bride, come on up. There's more revelation. There's more anointing. There's more manifestations of the Spirit. There's more revival for us. There's more and more. We're not going out of here defeated. We're going out of here overcoming with every devil is under our feet. The world will know that we have been with God. Amen. Oh, sing it. Sing it, brother. God bless you, saints. We certainly enjoyed it this weekend. May the Lord bless you richly be our prayer. Amen. Amen. I get to sing with Caleb, amen. Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Why would I hunger for power or riches or My God is so much better than all of these things. So I won't be shaken. I won't be moved. My God is faithful. His promise is true.
mountains Oh, it's time to move Cause my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you No, I won't be shaken I won't be Promises are true. So I'll speak to the mountains. Oh, it's time to move. My God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you. Why would I worry? When giants come calling my name My God is so much bigger Than troubles I face Why would I hunger For power or riches or fame my God is so much better than all of these things so I won't be shaken no I won't be moved my God is faithful His promise is true My God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you. My enemies scatter, cause they know the battle is done. My God is stronger, the victory already won. Yeah, he died for my ransom and rose up on the third day. My God is greater than death, hell and the grave. No, I won't be shaken. I won't be is true so I'll speak to the mountains oh it's time to move cause my God is bigger better stronger greater 